Hey, hey, Star Wars fans, it's Gary here from Spark of Rebellion, and we would love for you to listen to all of our brand new episodes when they land every single Saturday. Make sure you follow us on your podcast app of choice or pop over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash listen. If you like the show and you want to support us, you can do that via our Patreon. Just head over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash Patreon and come and join our other patrons. And thank you so much for your continued support. Now, may the force be with you and on to this week's Spark of Rebellion. Hello there. We would be honoured if you would join us. Welcome to episode 150 of Spark of Rebellion with me, your host today, Mr. Mark Asquith. Gaz is on a sabbatical. I say sabbatical, all it is, I couldn't record in our usual slot. It's been a little hectic recently with work and a and, uh, little dot. And so I said to Gaz, look, I've got this one, mate. You've got a little bit of time off. Go and relax. Go and just down a few pints of blue milk and do the Kessel Run as many times as you can this weekend. And I'll see you Monday with a hangover. So he said, all right, Marco, I'll go ahead and bloody do that. So today I am here flying solo and I'm going to talk about why Star Wars will actually never be finished with the Skywalker saga. I like to, uh, I'm not like Gaz. He's good at running through the news on his own, but I'm don't have the attention span for that. I need I need my co-pilot. I need my man to go through that with me. Um, I think that's you know that's just it's how my brain works. I just need a friend when we're talking about the news. So today I'm going to talk about my views on why Star Wars will never quite be finished with the Skywalker saga. It's going to be an interesting one. But a few things to do before that. To all you current and new patrons, welcome to Spark of Rebellion, to the fandom. We are getting merchandise back out now. We've had it, to be completely honest with you, it's been a right pain, first of all, through lockdown. And then because where we kept all the merchandise is in our office, which we never used during lockdown and simply never got back to it. It's like an hour commute and we've simply just not been getting back to it. So people like uh, to Dan and to Sean and all the people that are expecting some merchandise, rest assured we will get that to you. It's completely my fault because I've just not been able to get down to the office. Um, so we will get that to you, I promise. And if you want to get some swag, if you want to join the cause, if you like Sparker Rebellion, just like Pascal and Denise and Sean and everyone else that uh, that joins us every month over on Patreon, you can do so at Patreon by going to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash Patreon and just chucking us as little as a quid per month. Also, I want to give a shout out. We've got something special coming up next month in May to celebrate Star Wars, of course, May the 4th. And uh, we're going to be doing a bit of a crossover with one of my favorite podcasts, the team at Sequel Pitch. Uh, they're just absolutely fantastic. They run a movie podcast, but it's a movie podcast with a twist. And what they do is they take movies that have yet to have sequels made. They quickly recap the current movie. And then the team, Matt Drew, and the team, they go through and they pitch their own sequels in a battle to the death. All right, a battle to win that week's episode with the best sequel. So Gaz and I are going to be graciously joining the sequel pitch team in one of their early May episodes to celebrate, obviously, May the 4th. And we're going to be doing The Rise of Skywalker. Now, do not get me started. Although, I suppose you are going to have to get me started, aren't you? Because that's sort of the whole point of it. Um, anyway, we're going to be pitching our sequels to the rise 
of Skywalker along with the sequel pitch team. And then the sequel pitch team are going to be doing some takeover here on Spark of Rebellion. They're going to be taking one week's news and doing it in their inimitable style with Gaz and I just riding shotgun on that one. So I'm really looking forward to that. It's not often that we get to do these amazing crossovers. And if you haven't checked out Sequel Pitch, I highly recommend that you do so. Just find it at Sequel Pitch on Twitter or search Spotify or any podcast app that you would like. In fact, I'm pretty sure you could probably go to sequelpitch.com slash listen as they are a Captivate hosted podcast. So let's talk about the Skywalker saga. Why Star Wars will never be finished with the Skywalker saga. Let me know what your thoughts are over on Twitter, sparkrebellion.com slash Twitter. What do you think of the Skywalker saga? Will we ever be finished with it? What do you disagree with or what I'm about to say? Do you think I'm talking bunkum or not? Do you agree? Do you have some other thoughts? Let me know. Be great to chat. Sparkrebellion.com slash Twitter. Now, despite Disney's statement that it was done with the Skywalker saga, new content continues to appear and the Skywalker stable is arguably more popular than ever. Will Star Wars ever be truly finished with its OG main and of course, I suppose, royal family? Now, it's it's funny, isn't it? Because we all watched The Rise of Skywalker and, you know, I know some people that liked it. I know some people that were wrong. No, I'm joking. You know, we all have our opinions. That's the beauty of fandom. We're not toxic here. But in my view, it was crap. All right. And it was crap because it didn't lean into properly legacy. You know, you were wrapping up two trilogies that had come before the sequels with its original characters and and with this rich heritage. And then you also had to wrap up the third trilogy, this third trilogy that was, you know... Not without its problems. Let's be honest, not without its problems. So, when Rise of, for me, certainly, when Rise of Skywalker came around, it felt too rushed. It felt too rushed. It felt like, as we know, they didn't quite have the guts to lean into what Ryan Johnson had done. Like it or loathe it, it doesn't matter. It had happened. And they just tried to placate, uh, you know, bringing back Palpatine. And I'm a huge Palps fan. I think he's a wonderful character. I think he's one of the greatest characters ever created in any pop culture. But it wasn't earned, was it? Let's be honest, in Rise of Skywalker. And then to duck away, to sort of put really dodgy fan legacy and like sort of fan service in there, like bringing Lando back and bringing Wedge back. It was nice to see it. But then to dodge the major stuff, like, you know, arguably cutting the Jedi scene at the end, the the sort of Ghostbusters afterlife-esque scene at the end. I don't know, it sort of swung and missed in so many different ways, did it? And then they're trying to retcon it in with, um, you know, all the comics and so on, like the bounty hunter that sorted out Ray's mum and dad, you know, he's appeared in, uh, in the Darth Vader comics. And you just think, well, what's going on there? So it feels like... That statement that they put out after the Rise of Skywalker was also not earned. It was almost like, I don't know, it felt like because the Rise of Skywalker clearly wasn't that good. And I mean, it did get hammered. I don't know, it sort of felt like that, you know, the statement saying that's it, we're done with the Skywalker saga, we're going to explore, to paraphrase, we're going to explore new corners of the galaxy. It sort of felt like a reaction to me, you know, like a a shooting from the hip shit, we'd better say something, 
you know, let's just reassure people there'll be better stuff down the wire. Don't worry. Yep. You know, without, it's almost like them admitting that they screwed up without saying that they'd screwed up, you know? But then fast forward, end of 2020, then Darren, Bo-Katan, Moff Gideon, aboard a starship, fighting for the Darksaber and Grogu. All was lost for the heroes until a single X-Wing came to their aid. And out popped Mr. Luke Skywalker and absolutely destroyed the internet in five minutes of Jedi Master height of power glory. And it just sent us all absolutely wild. And I think we all thought, well, that's okay. You know, that's great. It's CGI. You know, there's a little bit of de-aging going on there. It was a little dodge to start with. But we were all so delighted to see Luke Skywalker at, you know, maybe his peak, maybe not his peak. I don't know. Maybe he does peak a little bit further down the wire, maybe another five years after that. I don't know. We don't know. We've not seen that yet. But he was certainly the type of Jedi that we would have seen in the prequels. And I guess we probably thought, well, that's all right. We can live with that. That's sort of a little bit of Favreau, a little bit of Filoni fan service that they've thrown in there. And that'll be that. But it wasn't, was it? Fast forward again to the Book of Boba Fett. What was it? Episode four or five? Episode five, I think. Four. We don't only see Din Djarin, the Mandalorian and Grogu, but we see Ahsoka Tano pop back up and blow the internet up by meeting and discussing Anakin Skywalker with Luke Skywalker on screen for the very first time in any type of media, whether it's live action or animated. Again, internet blows up, rightly so. So Luke Skywalker seems to be, you know, arguably more popular than ever, especially, you know, when you consider the prequel era people, which I'll get to in a second. Because Luke has always been a problem, as we know in this new canon, because he didn't get what he deserved. Many thought in The Last Jedi, which, you know, again, agree or disagree, that's the case. You know, it was clear that we've got these, these years after Return of the Jedi, pre-Last Jedi, Force Awakens, that are ripe for, for, for exploration. So you've got this, this Uber character, you know, this is a Batman level character. This is a, 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 a Batman style, stick him on screen and he will take over style character. You know, it's not a, he's not a B-list character, is he? He's not just a, a bit part player that has been popularized on a streaming service. Now, of course, if you own a streaming service and you want to keep your subscriptions up using Star Wars fans, then you do that. You stick Luke Skywalker in and you do what is going to happen in the future as well, which I'll get to in a moment with some of the other characters. And I think the challenge comes with this because whilst we love it, whilst we absolutely adore it and I want more of it and we all want more of it. I mean, you've seen the reactions on YouTube, you know, of people watching Mando the first time, because no one expected Luke. We thought it was going to be like Plo Kloon or, 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 you know, it could have been anyone else. No one expected Luke. I think they were the last, it was the last bastion of expectation that it was going to be Luke Skywalker. And, I, you know, you've seen the reactions on YouTube. 
Heck, I remember sitting there with quite literal tears in my eyes, you know, a bit shaky, excited. I've not been that excited for a long time on screen. There's been a couple more in cinemas that have got me that way over the last 10 years, but not like that. And if you if you consider that it was at the point that Luke reappeared, it was less than a year. So when did he appear? 2021? 2020? Yeah, 2020. Rise of Skywalker was a year before the end of 2019. So less than 12 months. Given it takes time to produce and plan The Mandalorian, let's say that it was it was only nine months after that the decision was made. That's only nine months following the statement that they were done with the, the Skywalker saga, that someone at Star Wars got the go-ahead to go, yeah, all right, stick Luke in. Now, as a Star Wars fan, you know, like I said, this is a double-edged sword because we love it. Like I said, you've seen the reactions. I was going crazy. I know Gaz was going, we all were. We all were going nuts for this, all right? And I, absolutely rightly so. But on the other side of the coin, it just becomes one of those other things that you're thinking to yourself, well, come on, Disney, like, it's just another line of BS. Like, you're clearly not done with the Skywalkers. So why say it? Like, stop reacting, just slow down. And if people don't like what you do, you know, aka Rise of Skywalker or Last Jedi, whatever, that's not what we're here to judge. Just stop reacting so quickly. We've seen so many things announced and canned or changed. You know, remember the Obi-Wan movie, the Boba Fett movie. They all became Disney Plus series. You know, we've had Range of the New Republic announced and then pulled. We've had the Benioff and Vice. We've had Ryan Johnson's trilogy. We've not heard anything about the Feige-produced Star Wars film, the Taika Waititi Star Wars film. That's not to say they're not happening, but they seem to be riding roughshod over, over, I suppose, fans' expectations because all they're doing is it's sort of like, you know, it's like having a leaky bucket and fandom's the leaky bucket. So what they do is they spot a hole and say, well, crap, they didn't like Rise of Skywalker, put a statement out saying we're going to do something. Well, we, oh, that's it. We're done with Skywalker Saga. Don't worry, we're going to create new stuff. Right, that's hole patched for now. Oh, crap. They don't like Boba Fett. Uh, here, look, look at this new, look at this new, this is Obi-Wan. You know, and I know that's not quite how it happened with, with the Obi-Wan of the Boba stuff because the, the timelines, obviously they've been in production for a long time, but you just get the feeling that Star Wars decision-making is often based on let's placate the fans and stop the rep damage, stop the damage to the reputation of Disney and Star Wars before it gets, you know, before it gets too tough, before it gets damaged, you know, before it becomes, sadly the DCEU, which, you know, I'm a, I'm a fan of certain elements of the DCEU, but it's damaged. You know, the perception is that it's damaged and I understand that. So, you know, sticking Luke in there, all well and good. And I sort of get that. That era worked well and we are desperate for more. You know, when you see him building the Jedi Academy, when you realize that there's another 25 years of tales after that, plus that intervening five-year gap between Return of the Jedi and what we saw in Mandalorian, there's still 30 years there that we've barely touched. So, think about then. The future. You know, the future of 
the Skywalker clan. You've got Rey, who identifies as a Skywalker because Skywalker is is whatever now. It's a, is it a creed? I don't know. Is it a is it a way of life? Is it a does Skywalker represent some sort of new style Jedi esque? Not quite Jedi, not quite Grey, not quite Sith. Just a sort of more agnostic, do good, but sort of it's all right to understand the dark side a little bit more and, you know, have these attachments, blah, 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 blah. You know, is, is, is a Skywalker the new Jedi? I don't know. We don't know. And, you know, we've seen them in, in the chase ascendancy, the Skywalkers were the navigators that used the force. Is that the case now moving forward? We don't know. Right. And then you've got 30 years of Ben Solo, AKA an actual Skywalker who, was clearly the best thing about the sequel, tri- uh, yeah, the sequel trilogy with, with Adam Driver's just just skill and talent. You know, again, an underserved character, just like Ray was and Finn, but he's the most interesting part of that era. There's no doubt. So there's thirty years there as well. Well, probably twenty five years because Ben Solo has been born around the time that the Mandalorian's happening. All right, we know that that's canon. And then you've got, obviously, the missing piece of the Skywalker twins. You've got Leia, who went through Jedi training, who in canon in the books went through all of the problems of having a lineage outed by, what was it, Randall, was it Castorfo? Forget his, forget his name, that politician that sort of, a, sort of has a love-hate relationship with. Randall Castorfo, maybe? Castorfo? Maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, from the books, the Leia Princess of Alderaan book, I think it was, or the other one. Um, I think that was a Claudia Gray book, actually. Um, where it, it showed in canon that, you know, her political career was just blown up and destroyed by the fact that someone outed her as being Vader's daughter. And we've not seen any of that. We've not seen any of the Jedi training that Luke gave her. We've only seen bits of the orange lightsaber in, in Rise of Skywalker. So... That came out of nowhere, you know, that again, that was sort of felt like it wasn't earned. So we do have this rich tapestry of storytelling that we can dive into. And if you are, if you are Disney, you know, you've got enough to mine with just the OG trilogy and then the sequel trilogy around Ray and Ben Solo and so on and so forth. So there's, there's a lot here that can be done. And as a fan... Do we want to see more of it? Which brings me to the prequels, you know. Gaz and I discussed last week, will the sequels become like the prequels? As in, will the people that grew up with the sequels in 20 years revere them a lot more than they are revered right now? Which is what is happening with the prequels, okay? So let's think about the prequel trilogy. We've got three movies that are reasonably dodgy acted in certain places by certain people and that are, you know, and or, (laughs) and or, were so clunkily written that maybe you couldn't act any better in them, all right? Now, I'm saying that to give like a benefit of doubt to to both parts of that, okay, to like the acting and and to the writing. But they, they were a bit clunky, weren't they? They were a little bit clunky. However... They were the, and I said this to guys, as you know, last week, if you listened, they were the most in-depth, most thought-out elements of Star Wars. You know, this slow game, this, this 
the griftings of the Sith and 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 the the tenacity and the patience of the Sith, the hubris of the Jedi, um, the fall of Anakin, and 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 and, and the, the the complexity of Obi Wan's relationship that couldn't really be put across in in the movies. Um, that then, and I do think this is testament to the 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 quality of the idea of the prequel era, not necessarily the execution of the movies, even though they are getting love because now we've grown up with them. I'm talking more about the notion and the springboard that the ideas that Lucas had given other writers and creators this world to live in and to play in. And we've seen this a thousand times. Some of the best Star Wars books of the new canon are set during the prequel era, whether that's the Chiss Ascendancy stuff with Thrawn and the crossovers with Anakin, or whether that's the true stuff that's diving into the prequel era. So pre-prequel era, Master and Apprentice. And then you've got um, the Ahsoka book that's sort of immediately after the Clone Wars. Then, of course, you've got the Clone Wars. You know, it, it, it's it's... The, the the mythology side of, of it is is deep. It's the deepest part of the current canon. And I think that goes to show that the prequels, like I said, whilst clunkily written and, 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 and whilst, you know, clunkily acted, and of course they use too much CGI now. It's easy to look back and say, well, did we need all that? But at the time, like, no one really... I don't think anyone, unless you're a film critic, really cared. Like, they were aimed at kids. I was... When the Phantom Menace came out, I wasn't a kid. I was 17. But even then I was like, holy crap, like this is, look at this. I've never seen this before. So it was just, it was nice to be a part of that prequel era. And it, that's what really got me back properly into Star Wars. I was a kid who used to enjoy Star Wars, but I saw them for the individual movies. And then just a little bit later, as I got a bit older, I saw them as the trilogy, the OT trilogy. But then it became... When the prequels came out, it was suddenly, remember the poster, we've talked about this, Gaz and I, the poster of Anakin with the Vader shadow behind him. And I remember walking, I actually remember walking through the cinema um, in, I think, it was 1999, 2000, and what, seeing that poster and thinking, holy crap, this is a mythology. And I didn't, again, at the time, I wasn't really into you know, reading, writing too much. I wasn't into mythology, but I was into mythology, but I didn't know that I was into mythology. It turned me on and I enjoyed like oh, the connection, but I'd not yet got to the point in my life where I, I was sort of, um, I'd accepted that I was into it um, or that I knew that it was a thing to be into, if that makes sense. Um, <clears throat> so when, when I saw that poster, I was like, holy crap, that's great. And then, you know, I remember going to see the, the I think it was Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire which was 2002 and, and seeing obviously Attack of the Clones in the, the poster for that or whatever. And, and again, same sort of thing, thinking, you know, this is great. They look like stormtroopers, but they're clearly not. But are they? What's like, what? And then you see the trailers like, wait a second, that is Obi-Wan that we've seen in the original. So they built this deep mythology. And for me, that's what got me into him. Now, Flash forward again now, all right? We're sat here in, in, in 2022. And we're just about to see next month the return of Obi-Wan Kenobi. After 17 years, Obi-Wan Kenobi is back. But he's not the only one, is he? Hayden Christensen, the person that, you know, arguably outside of Ahmed Best, bless him. Hayden Christensen got the most stick ever 
you know, it pushed him away from acting theoretically from what I've heard. I mean, I don't know the guy. Seems nice. But I don't know the guy. It was toxic. He got, you know, he got a lot of trashing. And now it's like the return of the king. Because he's back in Obi-Wan. He's back in Ahsoka. And it sounds like, I mean, we don't know. We'll know this when Obi-Wan comes out next month. It sounds like he's not just playing Vader. It sounds like we might see a live action Clone Wars era set of flashbacks with Obi-Wan as the general and Anakin as the general in their Clone Wars armor. Like, holy shit. Holy crap. And then we're going to see that with Ahsoka as well. He's going to be in Ahsoka. And then we've got new books. June 22 this year, we're going to start to see uh, the book Shadow of the Sith. And there's been a couple of covers that have been released showing this. Um, it's really weird, this. If you go to the listing on Amazon, the actual listing for the book, does it says cover not available. But if you search for it, Shadow of the Sith in Amazon, um, I might add that as a link actually in the show notes. I will do. You will see... There's a, a real little thumbnail of the cover and it's got an older Luke Skywalker on it. So the bearded Luke from the Last Jedi era. And it's got, I think, <clears throat> the Force Ghost of Anakin. And there was a leak. Oh, maybe not a leak. Maybe it was some of the marketing that they do. Um, they often release like ideas or notions or phrases or paragraphs or, or, or little elements of these uh, of these books online ahead of time to build some momentum for them. And one of the things that was, like I said, pro it was probably released. I don't think this is going to, I don't think they would leak a book. I don't think, because you'd have to have the bloody book, wouldn't you? Um, so the thing that they, they spoke about this week anyway, regardless of where it came from, was the fact that in this book, it's looking like, and it, it sounds pretty much of a dead cert, that, can you remember in The Last Jedi, one thing that Ryan Johnson introduced that I don't think anyone had introduced in this new canon was that Force Ghosts can actively interact with the world around them. We I know we saw Obi-Wan sit on a log. Don't hit me. And I, I know we saw them all stand on a tree in the Return of the All right, fine. I get that. But I'm talking about, like, Yoda hit Luke on the head. All right? Did he hit him on the head? He did. I'm sure he did. He did. So he burnt the Jedi text. Or burnt the tree. He thought he was burning the Jedi text. Luke did anyway. They can interact with the world around them. So in this book, Shadow of the Sith... We've got Anakin Skywalker, who, like I said, Hayden Christensen has been announced, has been in Ahsoka, been in Obi-Wan as Anakin. We've now got this Force ghost interacting in the post-Return of the Jedi era, not only with his son, Luke, I assume with Leia as well, which I'm hoping we'll see and hear about in the Shadow of the Sith, and I'm hoping that we'll see some of Leia in Obi-Wan as well, but... You've got Anakin supposedly fighting alongside Luke Skywalker as a forced ghost. Now, if that is not goose pimples on the back of the neck, I do not know what is. So let's put this again into context. Within six months, June 22, back to December 21, we're going to have got Luke Skywalker trading Grogu and meeting Ahsoka. We've got confirmation of Aiden Christensen being back in Ahsoka. In that time, we're also going to see Aiden Christensen back with Ewan McGregor in the Obi-Wan series that will pro probably feature Leia as well as the Luke that we've seen in the trailers. And we're going to get a book about the Skywalkers, Luke, probably Leia, but certainly Anakin, fighting as a force ghost. Why? 
Because there's arguably more interest now than ever before in the Skywalkers, in Luke, in Anakin, because Anakin's having a reprieve, isn't he? He's still my favourite character. I'm a prequel guy. I am. That's it. Unashamedly, I am. And Leia. But the, the, the problem that Disney has and the problem that Star Wars has is this. The legacy of the Skywalkers spans not only three movie series, but spans at least 50 years, from prequels to end of sequels. At least 50 years now in the grand scheme of the Skywalkers. That's huge, but in the grand scheme of Star Wars, the galaxy, it's a speck. The Sith, thousands of years ago. The High Republic, hundreds of years ago. But the problem is, for Disney and for Star Wars, that these characters have got so much more to tell. So, we're going to see more. Disney's not done with the Skywalker saga. And I don't think they ever will be. So as an open request, from all fans of Star Wars to Disney, rather than responding to negative feedback, like you did with Rise of Skywalker, and just knee-jerking, saying we're done with the Skywalkers, just slow down. Think it through. There are ways to tell new stories whilst keeping up with the Skywalkers. Look at the High Republic, what Charles Soule, Claudia Gray, and the team over there are doing. It's fantastic. It's some of the best Star Wars I've ever enjoyed reading. It doesn't have to be one or the other, does it? So until we see the Skywalkers again, I'm very excited about what's coming, but I don't think it's going to be too long. Let me know what you think. What are your thoughts on the Skywalkers? Are we going to see more of them? Are they going to struggle to get the Skywalkers out of the collective Star Wars psyche? I think so, but I'd love your thoughts as well. Twitter.com slash rebellion underscore spark or just hit me up sparkrebellion.com slash Twitter. That's the easy way to remember it. Now, next week, Gaz and I will be back in the hot seat recapping the week's Star Wars news. A huge thanks to Gaz for letting me fly solo this time. I've really enjoyed it, and uh, but I always look forward to getting back in the saddle. Do go ahead and follow at Sequel Pitch on Twitter and get ready for our big crossover coming next month. And until the next time, may the force be with you always. <laughs> <laughs>